Hey, this is Dexter Sites. My name's Caleb Wood. My name is Billy McLaughlin. And you're listening. You're listening to. You are listening to the Drum Report. To the GoPro Drum Report. To GoPro Drum Report on Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. On Verbmoto. Welcome to the Verbmoto GoPro Drum Report here on Verbmoto. Thank you guys so much for checking out this episode. I'm your host, Brad Gephardt, but that does not matter. We're here all about our guests, and we have the GNCC overall champ on the line, none other than Caleb Wood. He's smiling ear to ear. How's it going, Caleb? Good. How are you? Hey, not doing too bad, man. The hair is on point. The championship plaque is probably proudly displayed. Somewhere in your house. Uh, yeah, it's, it's the weekend. It's the Monday after championship weekend. You got to be feeling good. Yeah, we're feeling really good. It's been a long year for you, man. And honestly, it's probably not yet done. You've probably got a lot more, uh, stuff on the schedule before the, the calendar turns over to 2024. Uh, but take us through 2023 a little bit, man. Uh, you're riding the super mini, you're in the woods, you're on the track. Um, there's a lot of work that goes into something like this. But uh, take us take us from the top, man. You're 2023. Give us the lowdown. Yeah, so um, uh, hopped on the super minis uh, last year. I was on 85s and hopped on the super mini, and just um, kind of took to it a little bit better than I did the 85s, and um, just went out to the uh, first GCC big buck, and I was really looking forward to the GCC series, and. I was looking for it to be like a building year and I honestly kind of shocked myself. Uh, first round was pretty good. Uh, fourth overall from second row and then Florida, I went out there and, uh, ended up second overall. So just, uh, kind of surprised myself a little bit and ended up wrapping up the championship early before summer break and then moved on up to YXC one and put my pelt put myself in the position to uh, be in contention for the overall championship and ended up being able to lock it up. You locked that up this weekend. Um, yeah, like I said, it's been a, a pretty busy schedule for you on and off the bike. Um, imagine, like, there's a lot of training that goes involved in being able to ride as long as you do, for as quickly as you do, um, on and off the bike. Where do you do most of that training? Uh, I ride at Shoals MX with, uh, Stu and just Joey Crown and, um, Joey Crown is my trainer, Stu as well. And, uh, we're on a strict regimen and just every day we're grinding. Just grinding down at Shoals. Uh, I've, I've only heard good things about that place. And, uh, a guy like Stu Baylor, um, a guy who like, he's, he's as, as serious as a heart attack when it comes to going fast on a dirt bike. He's also a fun loving guy. Uh, I got to imagine as a young person like yourself, uh, seeing him still being able to have fun with the sport that he loves so much, but also knows how to get down to business. That's a good mix for a guy like you. Yeah. So like he doesn't have the long hair like you do. You're, you're shaking the mullet out the back of the lid full time. Like what's, what's the, uh, What's the genesis behind the hockey hair, man? Because that it's a, it's a great look. Are we doing? Are we kind of like taking a page out of uh, uh, AP's book, or are you trying to be your own man? What's the deal? Well, you know, if I if I cut it, I'd just be like one of the regular, you know, just like everybody else. I want to stick out. So 
whenever Stu got it a couple years back, he ended up cutting it because he got married. But, you know, I stuck with it. And um, it's just made me – it's kind of formed the personality around me. And I just – I can't cut it anymore. It wouldn't be – it wouldn't be the same without it. No doubt. Uh, like, you, you, I don't even think you'd be the same person without the hair. Uh, not to say that it's your entire identity. Um, but if, if I'm not mistaken, is there not uh, another nickname that w- that's been bestowed upon you at some point throughout the year? Something about looping out, something about that. Like, can, can we get to the bottom of that? Because, like, I'm, I'm sitting the side of the track, uh, at, uh, Loretta's and I'm seeing this kid on a super mini just like hauling butt, this, that, and the other thing. And, and my buddy goes, oh, that's, that's Larry Loopout. I'm like, Larry Loopout. The, the program says, Caleb, fill me in, Caleb. Yeah. So, uh, we're out doing the verb plastic or the verb shred tour at the shoals and, um, just got caught a little bit more traction than I was expecting off the gate and just looped it right out. And the name kind of originated from there and. They, of course, they went through my old Instagram and found other videos of me looping out. And then, wouldn't you know, a year later, we did the same event and I caught my knee in a rut. It drug me off the back of the bike and it looped out again. So it just kind of, it, it swarms me. I can't get away from it. Yeah. No, it seems like, uh, you've, you, like, I don't know if you've adopted it or it's adopted you. Larry Loopout might just feel, it's almost like kind of an alter ego that, like, honestly, it's just basically like, in my opinion, just like an advertisement for whatever tire brand that you're currently running. Cause clearly those things are hooking up. Uh, like it's, yeah, I think you might have to just lean into that a little bit is that like when, when the, the front tire comes out, like that's Larry Loopout and it's just the way it's got to be. Exactly. So I did get a question uh, right here live on the podcast as we record from one Stuart Baylor, uh, who at, was going to ask you uh, if you prefer running a dozer or uh, riding his dirt bike. It depends on the day, honestly. Dozers are, I, dozers is my happy place. You like to move you know, some dirt, much huh? As much as I love motocross, I, I love running equipment, so. Okay, so after the motocross career is done, maybe uh, move over, Jason Baker. Uh, Larry Loopout's coming out. I like maybe, it. Maybe, we'll see. Maybe, we'll see. All right, cool. So uh, training down at the Shoals, uh, they've got moto, they've got off-road, they got everything to, to, to prepare you to do exactly what you have been doing, which is competing in both, which is not something that a lot of riders do, um, mainly because of the two the two skill sets are so different. Um what are some of the things that you do that are, you're, allows you to sort of play both sides of the fence? And is there some, like, is there one, do you find yourself being better at one than you are at the other? Um, and how do the, how do the two sides help each other? So like at the beginning of the year, I was honestly kind of leaning towards moto, which I was better at. And it just like moto helps with woods because moto, you got full grit, full aggression. And in woods, kids don't really have that. So, and also like being able to jump breaking bumps and just like, just finagle the track to where you have the smooth line just helps a lot in both. Finagling. That is, uh, that is a new word here on the, the verb pod network. I don't know. I think we might have to Google that or 
get to the bottom of what finagling means, but that's totally fine. I think, I think that the name, the word kind of describes what it is, is basically kind of like uh, figuring stuff, some, some stuff out there, uh, which is, that's a very, I, that, that is, you definitely learned that word from Stu Baylor. Um, so like you've also, you found yourself racing, uh, at a super motocross event. You were one of the super minis that was racing in Chicago. And then not all, not, not like every, a lot of a hullabaloo was made up of Canyon Richards doing that. Nobody happened to mention that you were doing the exact same thing. Um, and you even kept it on two wheels. So maybe that's an extra feather in your cap. Uh, take me through going to Chicago a little bit. Those jumps were massive. And, uh, yeah, ripping it on a super mini, uh, which honestly is one of my favorite classes because you guys make those things sing. Yeah, it just, um, I was super stoked to be able to get picked, but then we realized that it was on the exact same weekend as, uh, GNCC, which I was, uh, contending for the title in. And, um, we drove up there, I think it was Thursday night, went up there and, um, we did practice on Friday and uh Saturday rolls around and had a couple close calls in practice, but then um the race rolled around, got dead last start. I uh the rut kinda like threw me off. I don't know. I, I got sideways, but um just tried to keep it on two wheels, kids were crashing left and right and I was super lucky to not be able to or not not end up getting hurt and then we uh we packed everything up and headed eight hours to the next GCC. No doubt. Did you, uh, did you sleep in the car at all? Like you must, you must have just like been zonked out the entire time or were you just wired and you couldn't sleep? Oh no, I, I slept like a rock. I was out. I like it. That's so like the, the next race, like the next race weekend, like, uh, you and Canyon were both there. How'd that go for you? Um, I ended up. I got the whole shot and second lap, I was still leading and then my front sprocket started shearing for some reason. I don't know. I don't know whether I got a bad sprocket or what, but my front sprocket, sprocket started shearing. There was one tooth left at the end of the third lap and then my chain finally snapped. So I didn't, I didn't end up finishing. Good Lord, dude. Um, the one thing that I mentioned this to Stu is, uh, like, all dealerships must love off-road racing because it is hard on bikes. Like, oh yeah, it's really hard on. It's a meat grinder on on bikes. You got like that the two-stroke pipe. Like, I I can't even imagine how many pipes you went through in 2023. Like, between looping out and busting off the the back uh, the the exhaust the, the silencer, but also just bashing it on rocks. Like, uh, who hooks you up with the the pipe and silencers? You know, honestly, I. I've ran the same exact pipe all year. No way. Yeah. I, I haven't hit a rock. I don't know why. I don't know how. I don't know how I manage it. Practice bike, pipe is destroyed. Yeah. But like, it's just, I don't know. It works somehow. I mean, it must just be like, probably just told like, yeah, there aren't any replacement pipes. So you got to be a pretty smooth operator, uh, behind the controls of that bike. What, what's the biggest difference as far as your bike setup? Uh, to be in the woods versus uh, racing moto, I assume just a way stiffer setup on uh, on the moto side of things. Yeah, just suspension is a lot uh, softer in the wood side, and uh, we're actually running a kit, so it okay. doesn't the uh, it doesn't like heat up or anything. Okay, so uh, as we continue to turn the pages and move forward, you're how old right now? You're 15. I am 14. You're 14 right now. 
Um, technically you could make a pro debut around the age of 16, but honestly that number has sort of moved in the, in the last few years. It used to be basically you turn 16, where's my next national? I'm racing it. Uh, whereas now sometimes you don't see kids turn pro until 19 with like guys like Justin Cooper. Um, so as far as time wise goes, you're not really under type of any type of time crunch. Um, but at some point you may have to choose moto or off road or, or to specialize in one or the other. Um, I guess the question is where does your heart lie as far as that sort of thing goes? And what are some of the goals you have for yourself in the future? Aside from just having sick hair wherever you go. Yeah. So, um, my heart's always been in the woods, but in moto you get way more recognition. So, um, I, I don't know. It's a tough choice. It's a really tough choice. Certainly. Yeah. Like, uh, uh, I can't imagine you might not end up, uh, something similar to looks like a, a Zach Osborne being able to, to race a few off season races in the woods. Uh, but for the most part be, uh, like something kind of centralized on motocross and supercross, uh, which also may take you out, uh, heading out to the, the West coast. Like how, like, have you spent any time on the West coast as far as like riding or racing or is it, uh, been East coast, uh, full time? Pretty much East coast full time. I really haven't, uh, really haven't been out there. I haven't dealt with the California, uh, the traffic whatsoever, but you know what? There's a lot of guys who's basically just like, uh, kind of home bases out in Florida or something along those lines and they just, uh, rep it that way. Um, this last year at Loretta Lynn's, we had epic mud races. Uh, that was ridiculous, which kind of probably made you feel like just at home because this last year, when it comes to GNCC, was just like bring, bring your bring your rain boots because it's 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 going to be over the top. Um, yeah, take me through uh, the preparation for the muddy conditions at Loretta's, as well as the absolute uh, like melee that was every single GNCC this year. You was either dusty as all hell or muddy. Yeah, so um, Loretta's we were like we we're kind of expecting rain, but not nothing like it happened. And we were under the, we were under the shed, gonna go out on the line, and the bottom just dumps. And there is people backing their bikes into the shed and just like, at one point there was a skunk inside of the shed, like running under bikes. I saw the skunk. And we just, um, we got someone to go run and grab roll-offs. Uh, I think we got different grips, I'm pretty sure. Just, some more stuff just to, you know, riding GCC all these years. Just we have so many like tech tips almost. Yeah, tricks of the trade. Out. Yeah, no doubt, man. Well, you're able to make that happen, and uh yeah, you guys have had some seriously uh serious mud races for GNCC as well. Uh, when it comes to time to like uh, grab a podium or even a win at a GNCC, you end up having to go on the podium and talking to that Zach Heron guy. Like how annoying is he? And like, is it just like, it just does it just like amaze you that he continues to have a job within the industry given the like his complete lack of skill set? Exactly. No, but we love Zach. Uh, he's a really cool dude. I like it, man. Uh, he he's uh, he's a friend of the of the podcast as well. So, um, Caleb Wood here on the Verb Moto broadcast, the Grom Report, um. You're going to be training at Shoals all, uh, all winter long, I imagine. Um, what's next on your schedule? We're going to see you at Minio's. What are you, what's, what's the rest of 2023 look like for you heading into the new year? 
I think my next race is going to be Minios. I think that's the next one I'm going to do. All right, all man. Well, enjoy the championship. I'm sure the non-alcoholic champagne tasted like it always does. Probably not great, but uh, um, congratulations on the championship, my friend. Thank you so much for making time for the show. Thank you. All right, off he goes. Caleb Wood to go into the woods or maybe onto the motocross track. No matter where he goes, he's going to be going there in style, and he's going to bring some serious speed along with him when he gets there. I don't know what the future holds for one Caleb Wood, but I can tell you this much for free. His skill set on a dirt bike is pretty transcendent. The fact that he can do as much on a supercross track and in the woods as pretty much anybody else at that age is pretty unprecedented. I don't think there's anyone on the face of the earth right now that has his skill set at the amounts that he has it in both disciplines. That's pretty impressive, to say the least. Hopefully you guys are enjoying these podcasts, and hopefully you're also going out there and getting some throttle therapy of your own. Make sure you check out verbmoto.com. We've got more content there than we have anywhere else, including all of the info that you need to get yourself prepared for World Mini that's going on next April. That's right. It's not too early to set the calendar to know where you're going to be the weekend of April 14th. So check it out, guys. Go to verbmoto.com and check out the next episode. Thanks for listening.